everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I'm going to be talking about love bombing. When a narcissistic abuser meets a potential victim, they need them to trust them. In order to gain this trust, narcissists will identify interests, vulnerability points, and quote-unquote excitement points of the victim in order to deliver gifts, messages, words, affection, and love that fit the victim's desires to a T. It is a way of hooking victims into a toxic relationship without them realizing what they are being baited into. Actions and words that portray love create a reaction in victims that is extremely powerful. This reaction is emotional, chemical, spiritual, and psychological, which serves as a potent drug which creates a trance-like experience in victims, making it easier to pull the wool over their eyes, remove any snooping or suspicion on the usual glaring red flags of abuse yet to come. Narcissistic abusers look for vulnerabilities and weaknesses they can exploit in order to deliver the biggest impacting love bomb. Abuse victims with wounds are especially susceptible, most specifically childhood wounds, to being love bombed, as they often have never experienced true unconditional love and therefore the potent love bombing may be the first time they feel cared for or loved or appreciated in their entire life. The love bombing serves as a brainwashing tool. When a victim is bombed by over-the-top adoration, they are in a much more susceptible position to be suggested new lies and manipulated to play a certain role in a relationship, thus setting up a much more horrific abuse later on. Love bombing creates such an intense trauma bond as victims are entirely hooked physiologically, emotionally, and psychologically, often investing their entire lives and existence and their resources into the relationship By the time the victim ever found out what has occurred, if they ever do, catastrophic emotional, psychological, and spiritual damage has been done. When the victim falls in love originally with the love bombing, it is is falling in love with the illusory false self. This false self is extremely attractive, making it very difficult for victims to see past it and see it for what it truly is. The lie of the false self is so intoxicating that it often takes a complete and total breakdown in order for victims to come to terms with the reality of the deception. After the initial love bombing, which is the idealization stage, where the victim puts, where the, I'm sorry, the perpetrator puts the victim on a pedestal and then demeaning, devaluing, and eventually destroying and discarding them. The idealization stage usually takes a short period of time. It takes much longer to devalue a victim use up all the resources, and discard them. Victims who are hooked into the trap spend their entire lives, or at least the entire relationship, trying to get back to the initial love which wasn't real to begin with. This plays into the control that narcissistic abusers have as they can hold this fake love over their victim's head, assuring that they will always be striving to get that carrot on the stick in servitude and being used as a supply. This really does mimic the... Addiction of, for example, an addict who looks to alcohol or drugs, and ultimately the first time they experience this addiction, they feel good, they feel acceptable, lovable. Eventually they need more and more, continuously self-destructing, striving to get that initial high. Love bombing is a sort of bait and switch, as abusers show the bait and then switch to the true intentions shortly thereafter. Victims are then trapped and are in love trusting their abuser 
setting up extreme abuse. True love, in this case, gets exploited for victims, making it very difficult to trust and ultimately heal. When this occurs, victims' trust is broken, life is tainted, love is exploited, vulnerability is taken advantage of, and one's own mind gets turned against them. Healing includes unraveling the layers of deception and seeing past the many layers of abuse and brainwashing. It entails challenging the story, the words, the expressions of love, which were in fact all to induce a reaction, emotional reaction in victims, hooking them into the relationship and causing them to fall in love and trust. This is arguably one of the most difficult things to do. It's in a sense like detoxing, removing the drug of choice, which is that fake love. It is extremely doable, however, and entirely necessary on the healing journey in order to come out of this trance of the false love, the lies, and the fraudulent relationship that was the abuse, abusive relationship with a narcissistic abuser. It's important to understand if you are hooked in a cycle like this, it not only affects your way of relating to people in general, but your way of thinking, your perceptions, and ultimately your ability to be intimate with anybody and trust. Coming out of an abusive relationship like this is going to entail and take a healing journey. A healing journey means unraveling all the unconscious drives that led you to want and be attracted to a relationship with somebody who does this type of abuse, who love bombs. When somebody love bombs, what they are doing is they're essentially forcing you to look away from your true gut feeling and from your self-love and to love them instead. This is usually set up because in childhood, perhaps there was lack of love, mistreatment, neglect, abuse. When this happens, the child will then lack trust in themselves and ultimately become, in a sense, codependent on other people's opinions of them. Healing entails taking ownership of one's sense of self, empowering oneself, trusting one's gut feeling, and getting back in touch with who you truly are so that when somebody comes along with fake love, you see it for what it is, you see it as deception, you see it as someone exploiting and ultimately be able to set boundaries, boundaries with this type of individual, walk away, and protect yourself from further abuse. I'd love to help you on your healing journey identify if there are wounds, if there's an unconscious, there's a shadow, if there are blind spots that are open to potential abuse. I would love to help you identify those wounds, identify those shadows and blind spots, and help you become conscious, become aware, so you can fully protect yourself and assure that this does not happen again. Healing is more than possible. It is extremely difficult, but there is a method to it. The mind map therapy, which I use, is a fantastic system, which I have found to be very effective in my own personal life, as well as helping many other people to identify their wounds, remove the cycle of repetition compulsion, keeping you stuck in abusive relationships, and ultimately relationships with others, and help you shift into a way of believing, a way of relating, a way of operating, seeing other people, and communicating with them in order to facilitate healthy relationships in your life. So please do reach out if this is something you're interested in. I can be reached at yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. I offer a free 15-minute consultation. It'd be my honor to get on the phone with you and chat about how I can be of service to you. So once again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It's an absolute honor to bring you this information today. And until next time, all the best.